This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, welcome back to the shift. And um, for everybody, I apologize. I didn't realize it had been on one since I had released an episode and I just recorded an episode last night with Derek Drescher and Kate Robards they're two comedians who are both in a relationship and that is on the Patreon now and I'm going to wait to put that out until next Sunday so not this Sunday so I'm going to put this out today and then post about it on my Instagram stories on Sunday but I do want to post the episodes on Sunday and um and yeah they're both comedians we're in a relationship Derek was in prison and we talk about politics as well and just a slight bit and um, but uh, they talk about their relationship and about being divorced and honestly I felt like I didn't have enough time so um they were just brilliant brilliant guests and uh yeah that's up on the Patreon the video is now loading in the back so I hope you don't hear it my laptop literally sounds so loud when I'm trying to um a like render or whatever it's called a video to audio when you're mixing it together so that's just fucking taking its sweet time and that's the thing too I think that's why not to be full of excuses but um so like when we went to Ireland I was like okay I'll interview the girls and uh also by the way this is just as a side note this is going to be a solo podcast that I'm going to put on the shift and just to give a space between the episodes so that the patrons can get the next episode up first and then for the patreon heads i'm gonna try to not repeat anything i did in the solo so that you this will also be like fresh and new for you guys as well i'm not doing a video of this because i look like shite and yeah that that i just i keep getting fucking sick i'm literally drinking tea with ginger orange chamomile mint lemon all mixed in one right now trying to get over this fucking cold i've been getting colds literally once a month like as regular as a period so i don't know what is going on um my dad was on the phone he was like oh it looks like you need a flu shot i was like i got the fucking flu shot it didn't fucking work for me i don't know if it made me worse i don't i'm not getting a flu shot next year and then you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna be like a little science experiment i'm gonna check and see if i get because someone was like, oh, it's important to get the flu shot so that you don't give old older people the flu. But I'm getting the fucking... Or, or is a cold different? I don't know. But I'm just, I just feel like every, every time I get the flu shot, I'm just worse. I don't, Or else my immune system's just shit. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So basically, um, just going to do a solo episode. And then if you want to get a week early back on the Patreon, um, that's up there. And then Mohanad El Shaky, who's been on before... Uh, he has a podcast and 
it's about they go back over I think oh god oh god I have to google now I feel so bad because I was I'm afraid I'm gonna say the wrong um what what's called like so like I'm born in the 90s and the 2000s oh the wrong decade sorry that was the word I was trying to look for also if I sound weird it's because it's fucking cold well let me just check because I, I forget which decade but he basically him and his co-host do um like those rea- talk about those reality shows and when he was talking about it to my friend she was like they she was like talking about those reality shows too so I was like oh I feel like a lot of listeners would uh find that interesting so let me see why isn't it coming up um oh Madrid's coming up to say hello I was a little insulted because he got he literally once I started this couldn't have gotten down off the off the couch quicker and I was like god my voice must be really annoying but uh no he's back up now lovely cat uh so one second let me just find because this would be good as well if you have any questions we're going to record this on Sunday and then I'll put that up on the Patreon too um so the podcast is called if you could do that on television and oh reality show tv from the 2000s so remember like um swan the swan swan was that what it's called i remember watching that as like a young person a young impressionable person now it never made me want to get plastic surgery to be honest but it was like it scared the bejesus out of me because like people afterwards be like yeah I didn't recognize my like imagine that like you're because you're you're inside what's it called like your conscience your insides you hear me uh are connected to how you visually look or whatever and to just automatically look like a completely different person it's not like slow slowly over time oh god I would just have like a complete identity crisis and then you have to go back to your like because this is your thing as well I remember watching one episode and this girl became like you know whatever whatever at the time was traditionally a 10 which as we know as someone in my 30s know that every fucking five years what they expect women to look like what what the utmost beauty is like in mass media whatever changes you know it's be skinny actually be thick have a small arse have a big arse you know uh, big lips are beautiful tiny lips big eyebrows tiny eyebrows uh, wear pants um you know high pants wear pants that show off your pubic hair like it just changes every fucking five seconds so at the time like you know and she was just this like whatever was stereotypically you know you know wanted at the time and uh then she goes back to her like she would have married and had kids and would have married at her level you know you 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 tend to like not like people don't date crazily out of their league not saying that there's leagues and should be all about personality god is this what I'm saying terrible but you know what I mean like then she goes back and like how does that make him feel as well is like he happy to have a babe or is he like is she gonna fucking leave me for like her gym instructor or whatever um or does she then feel like oh I'm out of his league I don't know and that's like shit we shouldn't feel of course because she loves someone for their personality but like it's just adding so much more problems like just go get a haircut anyway but uh that uh was crazy <laughs> I hope I'm articulating that properly. Sometimes I'm saying things and I'm like, I hope that doesn't come across as mean. Uh, but I just think, yeah, what a wild show. So I'm gonna talk to him about that and his other um his the other shows that they talk about on as well. Like remember there's like Room Raiders and all of those, um, and Pimp Your Ride. So yeah, that's what their podcast is about. 
so that'll be a fun episode and um and then uh yeah and that'll be up on the patreon so we'll go back to sundays and sorry i oh yeah my excuses so basically we went to ireland and then i was like okay I'll br- i brought my recording equipment with me i'm now using leland's because i left it home in ireland because there's never enough fucking space to bring it back and i was like oh do you know what this will be good when i go back at christmas and um i can record then um and oh oh sorry i don't know if you heard that but my 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 knee just cracked but anyway uh I didn't get a chance because we we're actually so busy driving around and um and then kind of by the end of this day uh all the like horrific stuff that's happening right now in the news had just kind of broke out as well so I didn't want to ask the girls to like jump on a podcast and um and yeah and then I just came back and everybody was just going through stuff and then I had a really bad cold and then I was just catching up on stuff and I just literally couldn't seem to like I felt like I was chasing my tail since I came back and before that I've been traveling so much like I should like I thought I was like oh okay I'll get an episode done with Tori in um LA but then I couldn't bring the equipment and then I thought I'd get an episode done with a mama or a theer or and both and then we couldn't just with the timing and, and then you know with everything going on and so yeah so here I am and uh, but uh, that's you know a lot of excuses I, sh- I should have I just felt like I couldn't catch up but uh, I do want to at some point hire someone to help with the podcast but the thing is like everybody asks for help it's like oh they're like okay I just do clips or I just do this or I just do that and I don't really know what exactly like I think what I need is someone to like do an Instagram or a TikTok for the podcast and do clips but also like kind of produce it but then it's not making I'm not like making enough money to really like a lot of people are they're expensive but then you don't want to take advantage so I don't know my goals this year is to keep just getting more successful fingers crossed and then invest more in the podcast um but I really like using the home studio like even the guests last night were like oh that like it's really comfortable and cozy so I'm happy with that and we have all the equipment it's just more the workload so I don't know if anybody's listening and they're like that's my job I can do that um but this week I wanted to talk about and sorry if I breathe heavily my fucking breath has been bad I just think it's because of covid but whatever um I wanted to talk about two things firstly there is a listener wrote in um and please write in as well if you have dilemmas um because that helps and like remember I'm not at all qualified um but as someone who's been in every a lot of a lot of toxic majority toxic relationships like the other day um Leland was like something like oh you're the best girlfriend and I was like you're the best boyfriend and I was like like I mean that but also like my um my case study or my I forget what I said to him something about my me saying that and having dated like a lot of been in mostly toxic relationships isn't like the best compliment but he is obviously an amazing boyfriend so I'm very lucky but um yeah so someone wrote in saying that every time they try to break up with their partner um their partner won't let them and then there's always that kind of guilt in on why they fuck up and um sorry I'm trying to remember because I can't I can't find screenshot but always trying to always guilting them into staying and then they always feel like obligated to stay and you know the person is always going through something so they kind of can't leave 
And so I, I kind of feel like I relate to this sort of scenario um, because I've been in that situation with partners and I've been in that situation with friends. And I think if like every time you try to, so let's say when it, when it comes to friends, because I, I think this can happen with friends too, where you're like, actually, you know, I don't like the way you've been treating me. But every time you go to have that conversation, if they're like, well, I've been going through hell or I've been going through this. And then you kind of, a lot of people tend to be like, okay, well, I don't want to like, bother them with this or with my with like how they should treat me and you kind of just continue to be a friend or you continue to be in the relationship and then you're it, you're, it goes so far that you're like okay well I'm, I've been in it this long I might as well stay friend or be in this relationship and so then you uh it's kind of easier to stay than to get out if that makes sense I think like getting out of a relationship if it be with like a friend or a partner or a parent or whatever is toxic the getting out part is really hard and sometimes they wear you down so it's just fucking easier to be with them than to to even think of the headache they're going to give you when you get out but I will say that the once you get out and then the time to give yourself like alone you need to be alone if it's from a toxic friend or a toxic boyfriend the time to give yourself alone really helps um give yourself that clarity for the first time so you nearly need to do that do you know what I mean because if you don't give yourself that alone time that headspace that being on your own like you've done it you've ended it and you deal with all of that drama that unfolds all of that drama that you're worried about is going to happen that explosion but then a few days a few weeks after that explosion after that you know when the fucking when you can kind of have a bit of clarity and see beyond um the mess that's when you know how you really feel because you're you're able to hear your own voice you're able to um sorry big motorbike going across down, off downstairs I don't know why they have to be so fucking loud um you're able to um understand what you want more so you nearly have to do that and then if you want to go back after that fine but like most of the time what happens is you go actually that person is really toxic and I feel so much better and I feel saner a lot of time what toxic people will do is they make you feel a little insane because they make you question your words and they make you question like well how could you leave me when I'm going through this how could you not be my friend when I'm going through this and all of and they sort of play on your guilt emotions instead of being like i you're right do you know what take your space or take your time while I sort this out because none of most of us aren't fucking therapists and most of us it's not our job to um fix whatever you're going through um we can be supportive and uh but we can't be a punching bag if that makes sense so I don't know if this helps this person at all but I really think you need to break up um because yeah if you're trying to break up and someone's not letting you break up that's usually a sign to break up do you know and look and if you give each other both a space and you, you come back and be like this is the work I've done um so yeah I don't know maybe the listeners will think differently but I, I think this is a toxic sign from any sort of form of relationship where they're um trying to make you feel bad I hate anything that tries to make you feel bad too like there was something recently where like and I think a lot of it stems from our own insecurities. And that's why I think going to therapy is like really amazing. And I'll, I'll save you some money on therapy if you really don't want to go in a second. But I still think you should go. But that was something else I want to talk about. Like kind of the things you learn in therapy. So um, there was a situation recently, a personal situation where 
I just had forgotten to respond to a text message. I was just busy. And then the person was basically like, oh, I must have offended you. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. Um, I didn't mean to uh, annoy you or something. And I was like, they didn't annoy me before, but now this is annoying. Do you know what I mean? Because that's not how I felt at all. That's not, I just fucking was busy and missed it. Um, But it's just funny, like how instead of, what's a good, what's a better example? You know, when someone's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a better example without any saying anything too personal that reveals. But yeah, like I I feel like with any any conversation or any argument or any disagreement, if you're if the person is not if you're not given space to hear the other person, then you're just trying to win the argument. You're just trying to win the argument. Does that make sense? Like you're trying to win. I, okay, I feel like I have all these thoughts in my head and I'm not explaining myself properly. But let's say like, you know, when you're saying to someone like, oh, um, yeah, this like really upset me um, that you did and can we talk about it? And if they're like, well, whatever, you're too sensitive or whatever, like you're overreacting and I'm going, I'm having a hard day, I'm going through stuff and don't you know what I've got going on or whatever or um, like this isn't the time you know my uncle passed away or whatever and you're like Jesus didn't fucking know the uncle passed away um but those type of like that type of wording is, is just shutting the other person down and if they're in a relationship with you or they're a friend it means that they're not going to feel comfortable coming to you next time there's an issue so like if you're in a relationship and your partner is trying to say like this is like a serious issue I'm having and can we talk about it even if you're not in the headspace just be like I hear you I'm actually not in the headspace to deal with it right now but like let's circle back and we will talk about this and then get get yourself to a place to be able to listen because if they don't tell you what's wrong then they won't in the future and then six months down the line they've had a couple of issues but they've been afraid to bring it to you then you will end up breaking up because they feel like they haven't been able to kind of point out what's wrong you weren't able to fix it so you continue to do stuff that hurts them and then it kind of blows up do you know like my dad is a saying it's never what it's about and it's you know then all of a sudden you're like I fucking hate the way you put your hats on a on the on the stool and the guy is like what are you talking about but it's because they haven't felt heard the whole time it's not about the hats on the stool it's about the fact that you didn't listen about the tells if it's about the fact that you didn't prioritize a date night every week it's about the fact that you didn't uh, stand up for them when your friends were talking down to them you know these little things that they've said along the way and you've been like oh it's fine you're being silly and they've been like okay okay I'm being silly but these are anyway my point is that um it's really important and it's same with friendships it's really important uh, to listen and to be like okay right you say your, your piece and then be like okay I understand where you're coming from and I, I you know I shouldn't talk to you like that and if this helps at all I was just kind of in a bad headspace and I was taken out on you which is because this is oh and so this is the thing with therapy therapy teaches you like if you're having an argument and you're getting defensive or you're getting triggered and you're getting mad at the person for triggering you that said person isn't doing that intentionally they might know there might be some psycho fucking toxic person who might be doing it intentionally but you, you should be able to kind of try to filter that out and that's what therapy does like so like if Leland says something I automatically feel defensive instead of just like getting mad at him and I mean we're not going to be perfect we're not going to be able to do this all the time but I mean for the most part trying to just go why am I feeling 
triggered do you know why am I feeling defensive and having that conversation in your head and it's like okay because you did something that reminds me of something maybe my mother would do to me where I would feel very shut down but like that's probably not his intention and so you just go look I'm feeling a bit triggered about this like is this what you mean and 99 times out of 100 they're gonna be like not at all oh my gosh let me sorry let me readdress this or or like if they're like getting mad at you for doing something and you just don't um like you don't take well to a certain way of being spoken to do you know what I mean if like if I come out and I'm like oh uh someone left the toilet seat up again I don't know I'm trying to think of a good example but and if Leland's like I actually don't that that just makes me pissed off but if you want me to remember to put it down this isn't Leland by the way he puts it down but do you know what I mean if you want me to remember like I need you to just be like hey can you just remember and then I can be like yes and also can you make an effort to listen because this is the fucking 40th time I've said it wait okay that probably sounds a bit passive aggressive but do you know what I mean like it is just communicating and but trying not to step into like the toxic zone which is weaponizing your words or your feelings or being like you know um like yeah you think are um yeah the you know the you're too sensitive or whatever because everybody's feelings um are valid as they say I don't know if any of this made sense I hope it did and I hope it helps that listener um but yeah so that with the therapy thing I think they really teach you how to firstly the the main reason my therapy is really good now I haven't gone back and I'm not going to go back because I think for me I think therapy is good to a certain amount point but then I think there was a point where it was like I just didn't really have anything to talk about I'd kind of gotten it all off my shoulders and then I was like I don't really need to talk about anything anymore um and yeah so I think like therapy is really good because you get to just talk about all that shit that's in your head and not until you say it out loud do you figure out what was bothering you or, or where it's coming from or like what why are you feeling triggered or defensive or why do you feel the need to prove you're the best worker in the land or whatever these things are are you're feeling that you feel like are kind of affecting your mental health and you can kind of figure it out with a therapist because you're like oh was it because my uncle was a bit of a dick and then you talk about it, you're like nah that's not it and then you got to like unlock these things in a safe space um and I think a lot of people don't go to therapy because they have all that shit locked up and they're afraid, afraid if they open it up, it's just going to spill out. And I totally understand that feeling. That's why I didn't go. But also, I might be repeating myself from older apps, but I've just been thinking about therapy a lot since I've been doing the show therapy. But um, uh, I think that actually that doesn't happen because you get you get to artic- like it's it's so hard to understand what you're you're feeling inside until you use a word and you're like, am I angry? No, that's not it. Am I I'm sad oh yeah I'm sad do you know what I mean you're and you're getting to do that in a loud space kind of like a soundboard not to a friend where sometimes with a friend that you don't want to like trauma dump or just use them as a soundboard and then also sometimes you don't want to share your deepest darkest craziest thoughts because we all have them we're all like a little mental um and um no one is perfect and everybody ha everybody is entitled to have like intrusive thoughts or the wildest things and you can kind of say that to a therapist with no judgment, you know. Um, and sometimes you might have shop around for therapists because some therapists are not going to be perfect, perfect. And they're not going to. And that's the other thing is that you take what their advice is with a pinch of salt. But I just think having a sounding board. Or you could also just start a solo podcast, by the way. Um, I found that like I, I was thinking about like, why did I start up, start stand up? And I think because when I did it, I was 
being heard and I know that sounds fucking corny and sappy but I think too there's something very therapeutic about doing stand-up and being heard and I think like a lot of us come from big families now I know I grew up as a single child for a long time um but I think I can relate to other people who maybe come from big families and trying to like you know if your parents are busy and there's a bunch of kids or whatever and just kind of having a voice to be heard or if it is that in my situation you know my words were used against me a lot as a child and I always felt like I wasn't being heard correctly and I was always questioning like what am I saying because that reaction does not equate to what I'm saying so I was always very like not trusting of my own words so I think um stand-up is nearly similar to therapy but therapy you get to do it for an hour or 45 minutes or whatever it is um and I'll I'll look up what because in our or in America Valera Health is the one for like people who have really cheap health insurance and then um I'm pretty sure if you've no health insurance you just look up colleges and see like where their their students and like sure students are probably fucking better sometimes because they really want to try hard and they're you know and you know so I, I think students should be fine as all student therapists but um so look up colleges it just it just take that thing of looking up and the doing and I think people like who suffer with mental health issues and I know this myself when it comes to like depression or whatever is on with you know my therapist said like uh ADHD with my brain um is that like and I'm sure there's levels of ADHD as well like I feel like I have a ton of coping mechanisms that I've developed for mine and then other people need medication but uh uh, what was the point in this this is a good example of the ADHD oh that the whole doing for me is the hard part like I'll, I'll procrastinate but the 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 thought of doing something like the thought of like looking for a therapist or calling or inserting like I don't know why but that just makes me feel very heavy and smothered and I can't fucking do it and then you know for years then my mental health does not get resolved and so the final doing it you know what I mean and it's like anything once you're doing it it's not that bad it's not that hard and I think it's the thought about doing it but actually when we do it so if you're like oh I can't be fucking looking up colleges uh, just sit down and type it in and look it up okay it's 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 actually easier to just do it and then we spend more time worrying about doing it than actually doing it I said doing it a lot there <sighs> and then what was the thing uh in Ireland I don't know I don't think the services are probably I'm sh- I think the services are bad all over the world and I think right now people are gonna fucking need um mental health services because the world is just fucking on fire so um um but I'll, I'll look it up before I post this and I'll put it in the description hopefully I find something that's helpful or if any listeners have any um helpful I know that Pieta house Pieta house for me when I was younger they brought us they brought us on a tour and someone gave a speech and it really helped me when I was 16 because at the time I was like like really fucking suicidal and I was like cut myself and I was kind of like oh when I eventually kill myself now they'll know what was going on which is not correct and I'm really happy I didn't and I fucking love my life so thank god and I even though I love my life I still go through periods of depression I think everybody does um but I'm so glad that I don't know what it was there was something there I mean I, I it's like a vivid memory of like here and just people talk about like yeah just about people cutting themselves and stuff like that um and I think like men punch walls that's like a similar thing and cutting yourself is just like focus on the pain it's a bit of control it's a bit of yeah when you're feeling you don't have control of your vi- environment but uh 
yeah so i think peter house peter house that was it's called i remember that being like very helpful i didn't i only went once with school but i remember whatever they talked about i was like felt very seen and so back to stand-up i think as well if you're like um you're the type of person who that could help i think that could help too anyway here's me like also by the way not not doing stand-up as a career because fuck me it's hard um unless you really love it but like it'll be a long time before you make any money uh but i think uh going to open mics and yeah like you might bomb and people might not laugh but like i think there's something very therapeutic and like about um speaking to a crowd and having people listen so i i would also recommend if anybody doesn't not necessarily as a career but uh I, I think there's something nice or you know and getting over like get even karaoke or whatever I don't know but anyway that's singing but you know what I mean like I don't know why I'm even saying this but I was thinking the other day how I think one open mic a year for people could be very good it could be very therapeutic and it gets over your public speaking fear and it lets you just have like a, a, an audience attention listening to you and anyway so to circle back I think that's why I started stand up people have asked me this question a million times in interviews and I've always been like oh, I don't know just did it but I thought about it today and it was like I think I don't know why I physically did it other than my friends here telling me I was funny and everybody's funny back home so and I never really felt confident to be like you know, I don't know but I felt very confident over here like moving to New York kind of reinventing yourself making friends from different cultures and not that there's anything wrong with Irish but it's nice to meet people from different backgrounds um, different cultures and I remember being with my Latin friends and just telling stories and they were always laughing and they were like you're so funny and like that would be just like a regular Irish person back home everybody told stories everybody was funny everybody was laughing and so I think that encouraged me to just try it and I think coming up in Ireland where we're always kind of bantering and being funny and you kind of had a bit of a leg up in stand-up here not saying that I was better than anyone else but to say that even though it was terrifying to think about public speaking or like but you kind of always had a story in your back pocket like every Irish person has a story in their back pocket and and then you're kind of good at like on the spot being quick yeah, because I Irish people roast each other a lot like slagging it's a big part of the culture and then as well if you're growing up in big families or whatever or you want to get heard you kind of say things as quick as possible um you kind of have to be edited which helps for stand-up as well so I just think it it is a little leg up um but so with that being said I just and for the Americans listening as well I would recommend it fuck it do an open mic <laughs> also gives people a bit of empathy for comedians um but also go to therapy and this is a lot of rambles but what else the, oh yeah so the even if you don't go to therapy and next time you get defensive I just want you to do this one thing just ask yourself why so I do that all the time now and sometimes it's very validated but at least then I can express why because sometimes when you're getting defensive and it's not validated but it's because you're feeling triggered from some fucking trauma that is you know very real and very valid but the person has nothing to do with um then your argument is kind of messy and coming from an illogical place but at least then it also as well if they trigger you as well then you can kind of go oh this is a me thing and I mean it doesn't go to an argument then that's what I think but what do I know hold on my friend is I'm so out of breath um uh-huh. oh hold on one second I'm just gonna pause this because it's a friend emergency one second 
Okay, so there would have been no pause for you, but there was pause for me because a little friend drama and no, no, nothing bad, but like just uh, advice needed on a on a anyway. But anyway, uh, I can't even remember what I was saying. I'm uploading the video now, um, and but yeah, I would think I was just talking about therapy and how, um, how good it is. Yeah, just yeah. I don't know if those tips help as well. You know what as well. Sometimes you meet someone who just comes from a family who loved them and they just go out in the world with like absolutely no insecurities and just sort of navigate the world without like projecting or um, feeling jealous, like unreasonably jealous because obviously everybody feels reasonably jealous but unreasonably and you're like what the where the fuck did you come from um but yeah so but I think we're all works in progress and I think it just makes your life easier my life has been so much easier since I went to therapy and like I did take things personally Uh, but it's like how do you not go out into the world taking things personally or feeling defensive or acting a certain way when you come from an environment where you're literally walking on eggshells and everything you say is used against you or um you know you're you're put down or whatever you know you, you know and then like I you know I grew up in an environment where even like sleep wasn't a, a guarantee so and my environment is still better than other people's typical Irish as well to uh, devaluate your trauma but uh um yeah I think um I think it's just really good for everybody even if it's something as simple as and you don't think that this is but like you always wanted praise from your parent and they didn't give it to you um that's when you go to therapy and figure out how to learn to like self-love and run to the self as my therapist said she made me write that down one day but it is true like every once I kind of you know I think I feel like I started with my mother and was like this is not for me and then I dated people like her and then I realized that's not for me and I'm just recreating it and then I had friendships like her and I have to say since I've been to to therapy and kind of I, I saying clean house seems offensive but like I mean clean house pretty much um my life has been so much better and uh yeah I think yeah if if you're work on like being alone and enjoying your own company and then you put effort into the friendships that you value because the problem is well if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner or whatever or a friend who is consuming you all the time with their negativity and toxic and you you feel like you have to save them or help them or be there for them all the time because you're too nice to even just set boundaries um you actually miss out on really healthy um what's that word like not benefit but like I forget the word I'm thinking of but like really adding value to your life um I'm playing that fucking letters game on New York Times and honestly not bad but when it comes to when I I never get the really large words and I'm like oh cotton mouth I didn't know that was a fucking word anyway that was just from I was annoyed with the New York Times uh spelling bee yesterday because the first word I thought of was cunt and they were like that's not a word I'm like that's a fucking word um and the word that they were looking for was cut out fuck off anyway I'm out of breath sorry what was I saying um oh yeah you miss out on those friendships that are going to be really meaningful thank you that was the word meaningful uh to your life and ever since I've kind of focused on like those healthy relationships those relationships that over the years haven't asked much from me like you know like a cup of tea once twice a week maybe or even once a month 
that I've been friends with for years. I'm like, oh, these are actually very valuable relationships. And the problem is when you let someone toxic in, you don't invest in those relationships. So anyway, to say that you might seem like you'll get out of that relationship, that toxic relationship, that all-consuming love and feel like you're going to be alone. But actually, you'll slowly build better connections with people that don't need a constant reassurance or constant attention or whatever And in the long run. So it's kind of like... You got to just do the little things, but in the long run, it'll make sense. You got to give yourself that space that, you know, you do the little things that in a few years you look back and you go, oh, Jesus, like I really was having, you nearly are in brain fog with it. That's, I feel like that's a good word here yeah, because you can't really think properly. And then when you get out, you're like, like the way when you're like stressed at work and you go on a holiday and you're like, oh yeah, actually this job is not helping or I need a work a little less or whatever but the holiday gives you that clarity and that space to make those decisions um so yeah so therapy it's a good one um what else was I going to talk about for this obviously the news is fucking mental I keep looking at blind but I'm just going to check because I don't really listen to any podcasts and I want to try listen to more so if you guys have any good recommendations tell me um uh, but yeah so I, I did listen to one of blind boys episodes and it was um with the woman who uh let me see uh dr katrina o'sullivan i thought it was brilliant and i sent it to a few friends waiting for them to listen so i could talk about it none of them fucking listened but anyway um but i thought it was really good i just related a lot to what she was saying even though we had different childhoods but i related a lot to that kind of and you know what the thing is as well like so Tori's boyfriend Kai um t- told me a lot about this as well um and Tori would have told me a lot about this but um how like you know children with dyslexia are kind of they were like received a lot of like oh you're like stupid or whatever when actually people with dyslexia are really good problem solvers think outside the box really really good to hire actually because they're not your atypical thinker and so people with ADHD and anybody who's not neurotypical it's good to hire as well as having atypical people or whatever it's called because um you don't want to have people just who think the same like and so like someone with ADHD yeah I can't fucking watch the tv while you're on your phone because the lights distract me and I won't say that if I'm in public but if you're if you're in a relationship with me I'm gonna be like don't be on the fucking phone um or like you know what I mean? but but I also have a way of thinking that's different than Leland and Leland's way of thinking is great as well because he's able to kind of have a different like a to z but i'm able to be like okay but what if you put z over here and then go to the moon and then the stars i don't know this is literally not making sense <laughs> i wish i could articulate how i feel sometimes yeah, but let's see i was trying to see if blind boy would do a podcast on what's going on but no he didn't um but yeah i feel i think everybody's feeling a bit like just like uh, firstly I feel like we all have different news algorithms and like s- s- what some people are posting here I'm like oh they're definitely not seeing the news that I'm seeing because the news I'm seeing is fucking horrific um but yeah so I think it's just a strange time to be living in um so I hope you guys are all okay and doing okay the only last story I want to talk about was oh yeah so when uh, when we were you guys can tell me if this is mental or like normal um when we went to Ireland me and mama there my dad and my stepmom were just sitting around having a glass of whiskey it was actually so funny because um 
Oh, well, anyway, no, I was going to say something else, but like, I was just going to go off on a different story and I tend to, so I'm going to try to stick to the one story. But um, we, and I don't think I said this on the solo Patreon. So if I did, sorry, and I'm repeating myself. But um, basically my dad was like, I don't know how they got in the conversation of how, um, let, hold on, let me take a sip of water. But my dad was talking about how, oh, they used to put a finger up a man's arse um, and that was um, to check their prostate. But now they have, they do it by a blood test. And I was like, oh, why don't they do blood tests for women? And they all kind of looked at me like, did I think there was prostate up a woman's arse? And I was like, I don't think there's prostate up a woman's arse. But like my gyno always puts a finger up my arse. And they were like, oh. <laughs> They just all like mouth dropped like the ear was holding some cross stitch thing and she just dropped it and the mama was looking at me and then my stepmom like grabbed my arm and they were like what and I was like yeah every annual for like the last four four ish years I think and then they were like they don't they're not meant to do that and like in fairness like she she was always like oh do you want me to do this do you want me to do this I'm just like yeah whatever you need to do do so I was like yeah but she's like checking up there and then they were like like we were laughing because it was also like it's kind of funny but like also maybe not funny because I don't know if I'm like my doctor is doing the wrong thing but they were like no I was like does your guy not do that to you guys and all three of them were like no um and I was like okay so maybe it's not normal so oh fuck I have to call oh fuck I forgot I meant to call a new guy now to try and change over oh my god I'm literally gonna have to, to do that right now but uh but yeah so either either she's doing some new gyno technology or I've maybe been molested by my gynecologist for the last four years I don't know I recommended her to people as well and like one of the girls recommended her to was like oh I actually didn't like her I'm just gonna get another one like Jesus maybe anyway I feel like in that episode of friends where your man when Chandler's getting his suit um tailored and then they're like that's not what a tailor is meant to do so we'll see but my dad was so funny because he was like well at least now you'll get a good bit out of it which is just like so irish to be like maybe like you know like <laughs> not to be like do you need therapy are you okay but look you get some good comedy out of this <laughs> but um but yeah i i'm i am fine because like whatever it's grand if it's not if it's not the thing you're meant to do i'm just gonna go to a different gynecologist and that's grand but um but yeah what was the other stories of being in Ireland I can't remember but I talked all about it on um um my Patreon solo and I'll leave you with this it's like I think this is kind of fun because like with my dad you know I feel like and I feel like the same with my brothers you'd always kind of bond through talking about shows or movies or whatever I mean my dad would go to the cinema all the time when I was younger but so my dad was watching a series. He was like in season season four, right, of The Last Kingdom. And I was like, oh, I'll just watch it with him because it's a kind of a way to bond. Um, And so we were watching it and we watched the whole season four. And I honestly had to like look up a lot like what was going on because I haven't seen the first four seasons or the first two seasons. But then um, at some point... Uh, then at some point... um as like because it's like a show about like murder it's vikings okay 
And so when they have these shows for each episode to try and not make it just all murder and very graphic dying, they'll put in like a bromance or a romance and like nice dialogue of them talking and like their feelings just to kind of break it up. But every time that would come on, my dad would fast forward through it like, you know, this is like inappropriate. We don't need to see this. This is like, this is not important. And he would fast forward to back to get back to the murder <laughs> like he only wanted the action the murder um so i missed pretty much half the dialogue of uh of the shows but it was just such a fucking irish dad response to be like oh they're getting emotional i'm uncomfortable let's fast forward to when they're stabbing each other again that's better <laughs> so yeah but now i've started from the start again and my favorite charlie murphy such a fucking fantastic actress uh is in one of the seasons that was really cool i'm actually dressing up as Oh my god! I know I'm thirty three and I'm dressing up for Halloween. I don't care. Um, but I'm dre- I ordered a like a type of outfit that makes that'll make me look like her character in it because I'm gonna be the Irish pagan queen and uh, Leland's dressing up as Uhtred, so he's the Viking. But I'm gonna love you and leave you. Uh, and I'm gonna upload this probably today or tomorrow. It just seems wild to be even like doing podcasts or, or, you know, posting stand up or whatever with everything that's going on right now. And um, but on the other hand I'm like okay I kind of took a step back from the podcast but actually like when shit's going down I know my favorite form of escapism is tv and um it's really just tv (laughs) it's gonna be like and reading but no I do love reading but I'm just lazy with it uh but tv and if I didn't have that I don't think I could deal with the world that's why I get annoyed when people are like oh you watch so much tv or how do you have time to watch yeah if I don't I will jump off a bridge so um I think these little things and little stand up or whatever and posting clips and oh and my JFL is uh out if you guys want to watch it it's on just for laughs Katie or it's in my my link tree and um, my posture is fucking ferocious in it, but that is something I will work on. So um, you can really offend people with your bad posture, by the way. They get really upset. Um, but yeah, I guess if these things can help us just forget, because um, just the news right now is 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 just fucking devastating. And I really hope um, that we that it stops, you know. And I just don't. The world we live in is a fucking mess, and I hope um, that it gets better and yeah i don't know and like there's loads of things going on as well like fucking earthquakes and climate change and everything so i feel now you know giving yourself a bit of a slide with your forms of escapism is okay um and then doing whatever you can to help in whatever way you feel that you can help is okay as well but also not to get burnt out by the news because it's just fucking horrific and it's horrific and you feel helpless so um i don't know if that makes sense yeah I don't mean to say that I don't want to see it because it's important to be educated and understand um but I just don't want it to happen in the first place um because yeah as Damien Dempsey said we are all what is what did you say we're the children of this earth but what was the line before that um oh so they teach you in your schools about the story glorious days of rule that you just sorry I went through the whole song to get to this part in my head but it, that it's your destiny to be superior to me but if any kind of mind you'll see that all humankind are the children of this earth and your hate for us will chew you up and spit you out and then everybody goes but um i just think about that a lot and i think organizations and governments and you know 
can really pit us against each other you know if it's the catholic church and or if people get mad at me because of what the catholic church did which they don't but you know what I mean like um the, the church was an organization that should have done good but did a lot of bad as well and then um or or other organizations that to some people are you know anyway not gonna get into it because you guys are seeing enough news but um but I love you all and um I'll uh, talk to you soon and I hope you're all singing colon, con- <laughs> colony sorry words are so fucking hard um colony in your head right now um which is the Damien Dempsey song if you haven't heard it look it up um such a I know all the words of that song by the way I just fucking love it okay love you bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.